Good afternoon, guys. Thanks for tuning in for a new episode of Back to Backwards. Today, I invited Rafael Cosman, and he's the CEO and co-founder of both Trust Token and TrueFi. And today, we are mostly speaking about TrueFi. It's their protocol, which offers a very new way for borrowing and lending. Let's dive in. Good morning, Rafael. It's great having you on the show. Uh, we cannot start this conversation without talking about Bitcoin. Uh, it's, no, it definitely it's, can't. It's crazy. I mean, we are recording this uh, episode on the 17th of December. It's Thursday and Honey Badger is off the charts. So I'm really curious how you are experiencing these these past two wild days. Wow. Well, it's been it's been great for Bitcoin, for Ether, and for the, for the whole industry. I think mm. everyone was holding their breath as to you know when would Bitcoin cross 20k? Yeah. And you know when it rips, it rips. And it had it just a huge. This is something like a four thousand dollar for roughly a twenty percent jump. Uh, yeah. in just a, a couple of days, which is pretty, pretty wild. And it's been good for altcoins as well. Pretty much everything across the board is massively up. Yeah, no, definitely. And and especially since a lot of altcoins nowadays get uh, evaluated in, in, in dollars instead of Satoshi. So there's a whole yeah new market uh, 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 yeah thing going on. Uh, but still, it surprised me that a lot of people uh, like no coiners, they say, okay, Bitcoin is too expensive. I cannot afford a whole Bitcoin. So, yeah, I think we're up for a crazy ride. I'm not sure what to expect, but uh, yeah, I think we're all uh, very happy we are early or somewhat early. Yeah, you know, I don't think the no coiners are crazy. Certainly saying, you know, I can't afford a whole Bitcoin and so I'm not going to buy any. I don't think that that's rational. There's nothing wrong with buying a tenth no, of a Bitcoin sense. or even a hundredth of a Bitcoin. But I do think that it's fair to say, hey, you know, the market is hot right now and, you know, we are probably a ways away from the peak, but it still might be better to just, if you, if you are thinking about getting into Bitcoin, it might be better to just wait and you know, wait for a time when the market is much cooler, when people are disillusioned and saying, oh, Bitcoin's going down, it's crashing, mm -hmm. everyone's losing money, everyone's depressed. You know, that's actually, that's oftentimes the best time to buy in is when, is when all, all the talk is negative. And, yeah. um, you know, we'll, we'll get there again at some point. It, it might be 12, 24 months. Um, might be tomorrow, to point. who knows? <laughs> Could be tomorrow. <laughs> I think I think, yeah. we're, I think we're gonna have a ride up for, for a little while now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think most people uh, who are listening now, they have been waiting for this mo moment for, uh, yeah, for, for two years or three years already. So it's, uh, it's well-deserved. Hey, um, we are talking today, uh, obviously, about uh, your company and the new platform you launched. Uh, you are the CEO of uh, Trust Token. You and bet. We'll probably uh, touch base on on, on stablecoins and, and and all that later on. But mostly, I want to talk today about uh, TrueFi. And for, oh. for my list, yeah, for my listeners, yes, that's another DeFi protocol. But you know, once you read up on it, uh, you can see that these guys have a yeah, a whole different approach to de uh, decentralized finance. But maybe you can tell us, uh, Rafael, what's so special about TrueFi? So uh, if you've heard of platforms like Compound, 
Ave and Maker, they mm-hmm. all do over collateralized lending. So you can put up like a dollar and 50 cents of Ether and you can borrow a dollar of stablecoin. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we're doing with TrueFi is a platform for uncollateralized lending, which we think is going to be as large or even a larger market than over collateralized lending in DeFi. And if you look at traditional finance, you'll similarly see uncollateralized lending is a huge, huge market. And the reason that it hasn't been tapped in DeFi yet is that it's difficult to, to figure out how to do uncollateralized lending right in a way that's not going to blow up and you're not going to lose users' money. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what we're working on with TrueFi. And we think it's going to be a very, very large market. Okay. So um, because it's true in traditional finance, especially the big boys, they have a whole lot of more leverage to, uh, you know, to 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 get more money for 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 less collateral just based on their uh, track record for instance exactly like a credit score right like if you mm-hmm. take out a credit card that's an uncollateralized consumer loan mhm mhm okay so you are bringing something what already is existing in the you know quote unquote real world but bring it into into defi but just make it safe to use for everyone um, and if if we tap in on the traditional finance, uh, just lately on, on my timeline, a, a lot of these hardcore DeFi people are, are calling for a worldwide transition of the monetary system. Yeah. So what's, what's your view on that? How, how yeah viable is that? And how does, does your new product, TrueFi platform, fits into this future? Well, I think it is viable, but it's going to be a while. We're not, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, even people that are very into crypto, the vast majority of us still use all kinds of traditional finance products. And you might have like a, a crypto debit card or something like that. But mm-hmm. by and large, people are still using tons of traditional finance products. And part of the reason is that there's lots of parts of the financial stack that still aren't built in crypto. And we, we feel like with TrueFi, we're putting in one more brick into the building. This is one more piece of the puzzle, but there are still many more pieces that need to slide into place before we'll have all the different features that the traditional finance system has. It's uh, it's work in progress. It, it, it's not going to happen uh, all of a sudden. Absolutely. Uh, but do, do you think you also need to uh, uh, co-create ultimately with traditional finance or or, or will it be a just a a swift a, a a swift outflow of capital towards the new economy or towards the new system. Well, that's a good question. I think that there's that at least in the short and medium term, there's going to be a lot of co-creation. Like if we look at stable coins, for example, mm-hmm. you know our company created TrueUSD and several other fiat-backed stable coins: True British mm-hmm. Pound, True Canadian Dollar, True Hong Kong Dollar, and so on, and those are all built in partnership with traditional financial institutions, with banks and trust companies that hold the underlying funds. Mm-hmm. And there are, there are projects like DAI out there, which offer a more fully decentralized solution. But mm-hmm. if you look at how things like DAI work, first of all, you know, a huge chunk of DAI is actually backed nowadays by fiat-backed stablecoins, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it does emphasize that fiat-backed stablecoins like TrueUSD are very important even for 
very decentralized projects like MakerDAO. And then also, if you just look at the total market cap, you know, if you look at Tether and USDC and TrueUSD, um, these products in total are much, much larger than, than DAI. And that's for a variety of reasons. But, you know, part of it is people just want to be able to move money in and out of crypto very easily. And you can do that much more easily with a fiat-backed stable coin than with a crypto-backed one like DAI. So I think we, we will be, even, even people that are deep in crypto and, and, and even folks that have most of their wealth in crypto will still be relying on, on traditional financial institutions for many years. Yeah, I, I fully agree. And, and, you know, the whole battle against the status quo is, you know, it's, it's nice and it's, 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 it's nice to read and it's very prolific, but in the end, if, if you want to grow, we should, you know, combine forces or, or offer a better solution. Uh, yeah. Just to have a smooth transition or yeah. Co-creation. Um, exactly. And I would mention on that, that, you know, one of the best things that's happened for Bitcoin this year is we have big publicly traded companies like, Square and MicroStrategy oh, yeah. that are you know publicly announcing uh, Bitcoin purchases that are you know eight digits or even nine digits. So big, big amounts of money moving in from publicly traded companies. They're they're very scrutinized. They're very regulated. They've got a lot on the line. They've got a lot to lose. And so that's a place where where crypto is saying, hey, you've got to adapt and get on the boat or you're going to be left behind. And yeah. those, those companies right now are looking really, really smart. And a lot Definitely. of their peers are eyeing them saying, wow, how did I miss this? And how do I make sure I don't <laughs> yeah. miss it next time? Well, I think these, these, these large investments, they are really uh, uh, working as a, as a stamp of approval on, on, on Bitcoin, but also on, on the crypto market in general. It's, it's, Absolutely. It's, it's thrilling to see. And it will... Uh, yeah, it will definitely lift up uh, the whole industry as a whole. You know, I'm, I'm not definitely not per se talking about price, but it just adds legitimacy to 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 this thing of ours, so to say. Um, definitely does. So when we go back to TrueFi, uh, you know, if you want to generate a yield, obviously you 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 need lenders, you need borrowers, but with under collateralized uh, uh, loans. Uh, how, you know, how do do these these two parties uh, trust each other? How does that work? Right. So the way it works is that you know, unlike some of these other platforms like Compound and Ava and so on, on TrueFi, you know, not anyone can come and be a borrower. Anyone mm-hmm. can come and be a lender, but to be a borrower, you actually have to be voted in by the community. And so right now, the borrowers in the platform are Alameda Research. If you've heard of them, they're one of the largest sure. funds in the space. Sam Sam Bank FTX. Yeah. Right. They've they've got currently, I think they've got two outstanding loans from the TrueFi platform. They just recently um, fully repaid one. They've got a, you know, I think about $10 million currently outstanding. Um, there's Invictus, if you're familiar with them. Uh, mm-hmm. Grapefruit is the most recent yeah. borrower on the platform. Um, uh, Multicoin from, uh, with Kyle Samani is actually, I think it's undergoing a vote right now by the uh, trust token holders to see whether you know they want to whether they want to extend add him to the platform as well. Um, so these are you know very big, well-respected names, well-respected funds in the space. 
And um, there's certainly there certainly is risk if you put your money into the lending pool and folks like these are borrowing them out. There's no question. Yeah. But we do think overall it's a pretty attractive risk-adjusted return. This is not invi- investment advice, but if you look at these collateralized lending platforms like like Compound, you know today on Compound you can usually earn something like three percent APY, and you know that's pretty good. That's that's definitely better than what I'm earning in my Chase bank account. But yeah. on um, on TrueFi you can earn about twelve percent APY. So yeah, it's about yeah. 4x <laughs> APY. That's a huge difference, yeah. That's unboosted APY. So that's not including the additional farming rewards. If you include the farming rewards as well, where we're actually giving users trust tokens for you know, participating in the protocol, then that 12% is boosted up to about 50% APY. Yeah. And, that's and, really and, attractive. And the payouts, are they are they uh, daily, weekly? How, how are they to be, uh, being conducted? Well, it's... It's, it's basically coming in in real time. It works similar to Compound where like, you know, mm-hmm. in Compound, if yeah. you put in, let's say you put in uh, USDC, then yeah. you would get in return CUSDC and your CUSDC is just growing in value over time. So each but CUSDC- that's, that's the crazy thing because in traditional finance or at least in my country, you, when you used to get interest on your, on your, on your, on your money, you know, yeah. you get your interest on, at the end of the year or the beginning of the year. But, you know, with these new protocols like TrueFi, you can compound your interest as soon as it comes in, just just in real time. So the, the compound effect on top of the, you know, 12% interest is just super lucrative. And I think a lot of people who are trading, you know, for uh, who are looking for, for, for a 5X on their total portfolio, are missing out on on the fact that if you have like you know cash laying around or trading profits that you know aren't being used you can just put it to work and 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 let it grow um of course it's not without risk but you know platforms like these they are pretty interesting that's right it's it is a it's a different asset and i th- i think that the smart investors are holding a holding a diverse set of different assets. You know, people say all the crypto assets are very correlated, which is Mm -hmm. true to a certain extent, like token prices across the board are quite correlated. And when Bitcoin shoots up like this, everything goes up, Ether, Ripple, shitcoins, all of it goes up. (laughs) But, you know, there's the things that that really are a bit more uncorrelated are actually, you know, things things like uh, these lending protocols where you could be earning you know, 12% or, you know, boosted 50% APY in something like TrueFi. And, you know, yes, your money is, is in crypto and yes, you're still earning a high yield and there is definitely some risk there, but it's it's not as correlated with the price of Bitcoin or the price of Ether. It is still, it's certainly possible that, you know, a, a huge crash across the whole market could both be bad for all kinds of tokens and could be bad for lending lending platforms yeah, like TrueFi. Then it would mean that uh, Sam doesn't want to buy the dip, for instance, and <laughs> doesn't need money, for instance. But exactly, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. or you know, if or if Alameda were to were to default, you know, if they were to blow up in one way or another, but they do have a, a multi-year track record, and yeah, and I think they uh, they use a stop loss. <laughs> they got, yeah. <laughs> they got a lot of a lot of protections in place. Yeah, um, but those are some 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 pretty impressive household names. Um, and 
what's also good in my opinion is is that it's like fully transparent like everyone can see who is going to borrow the money um so you're not you know lending out your money to an invisible uh, just a yeah just a set of numbers and 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 and, and letters just an, an address now you can see you know which parties are are actually uh demanding your 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 cash flow and that's also gives some peace of mind i can imagine for for people that's exactly right so you can actually see in real time every single penny that goes in every single penny that goes out how every single loan on the platform how it's performing you know, what's the history of every single borrower. So that mm -hmm. really gives people confidence when they put money into the pool. But not only that, but, you know, we're, we actually are give, putting trust tokens, which is the, the token that governs the protocol. We're putting trust mm -hmm. tokens in the hands of, of every different kind of user of the protocol. So if you put money into the lending pool, you're going to be earning trust tokens right there. And that means that you're now part of the governance of the protocol. So you actually get to help decide Let's say if there's a new borrower who wants to come on, let's say, Jim, let's say you want to take a loan out from TruFi, then, you know, the trust token holders ultimately get to decide. It's not, it's not me. It's not, it's not our company. It's not any one person who decides that. It's really a community decision, community vote about whether a new borrower gets approved and what their credit limits should be and, you know, what term of loans should be approved. All those decisions are ultimately in the hands of the community. And we're putting that into the hands of the people that are literally using the product on a day-to-day -day basis. Okay. Okay. So that's the, that's one of the utilities of, of the, of the true token. Exactly. Uh, you know, the, so besides, you know, the right to, to vote what borrowers get approved. Um, like for instance, if, if I'm a, just an average user and I want to, you know, land, uh, 2000 uh usd in in in, in, in a stable coin yep um how does the true token uh yeah co comes into play for me as a user yeah so let's say let's say you've got two thousand dollars in a stable coin two thousand dollars in true usd you put mm -hmm. it into the lending pool so mm -hmm. then let's say let's say sam bakeman freed or the alameda team they apply for a new loan saying they want to borrow, let's say $8 million from the lending pool. Mm -hmm. Right now, the lending pool actually has a total of about, I think $23 million wow. is, in, is in the lending pool right now. So it can support pretty large loans. So Sam Bankman-Fried comes and says, hey, he wants an $8 million loan. So now trust token holders get to vote on do they want to approve that loan or not. And, and they can look at the entire history of Alameda's loans and the, the loans that they've successfully paid back. And they could say, okay, yes, we do want to approve this. And they actually stake their trust tokens in favor of that loan. Uh -huh. And the way it works is that assuming that loan does get paid back, then they will get a bonus of extra trust tokens for participating in the voting and staking process. And there's, um, there's actually a community proposal right now that, that the community is discussing around taking some of the origination fees. The protocol charges a small origination fee on every loan. Currently it's 25 basis points. Mm -hmm. And the trust token holders that stake for a loan and ultimately approve it can get a cut of that origination fee as well if the loan is successfully repaid. So the goal is actually to have trust token holders have some skin in the game there where they can make money or lose money depending on whether it actually was a good loan to approve. You know what, Rafael? That actually sounds like, like fun. 
you know i've i mean i i own a a a fair bunch of true true usd but I, and i've been browsing to TrueFi, but i haven't you know t- took the step to actually uh use it uh you should do it it's yeah it's pretty easy but i was to to be honest i was also waiting for this conversation to, to you know to hear it firsthand um yeah. but it, what just struck me is is compared to traditional finance you as a as a lender how big or small your uh your funds uh, or deposit might be you are so involved in in, in the whole process so and exactly. it, it, also, That's it right. also makes people you know more savvy about how things work i mean of course the the, the whole learning curve is, is quite steep for people to participate in DeFi, but even for me uh, you know the the the, the way uh, TrueFi is, is is set up or the whole ecosystem design uh, it will definitely teach me stuff on on how things work or for instance how uh these these big funds operate you know with with, with borrowing funds and then use them for their own company uh matters so that's that's also a very interesting point uh compared to other more black box uh, uh lending protocols in my opinion that's exactly right yeah we're, we're part of what i think we're tapping into here is you know taking taking these sorts of financial opportunities that would otherwise be inaccessible to mm-hmm. smaller lenders and putting them directly into your lap. So like if you were to take, you know, if you were to take 2000 free USD and you went tomorrow and you uh, tweeted at Sam Bankman Fried and said, Hey, I want to put some money into Alameda. You know, mm-hmm. he would say, Hey, look, I'm sorry. You know, we, we, we don't really have time or the ability to take a $2,000 check from someone or even a $20,000 check from someone, you know, we run a hundred million dollar, you know, nine digit uh, fund. And so, you know, we have to, we have to work with big fish that can do at you know, a minimum a million dollars, preferably 5 million, 10 million and so on. Um, and so that, that really blocks out a huge fraction of the population. But part of the point of DeFi and why we're working with these type of borrowers like Sam is that, you know, we can now make that accessible where you could have just a thousand true USD or even a hundred true USD. And now all of a sudden you're making the same, you know, 11%, 12% APY that a big fish might be making if they put, if they give, you know, a million dollars or $5 million to one of these top funds like Alameda. And you can directly participate in that. You get to decide which borrowers are on the platform. You get to decide uh, what APYs are, are fair versus what do you think is too low? Um, all, all those decisions are directly in the hands of trust token holders. And we're giving out trust tokens on a daily basis to anyone that's just using the protocol. So that's, that I think is opening a lot of doors and, and bringing something to these to small, smaller users that is really inaccessible otherwise. That's actually super cool. I'm writing, writing it down in my agenda tomorrow. Get into tree, in, into into TrueFi. Actually, start uh, making my TUSD to work. Uh, it's super exciting. Just go to, to TrueFi.io. You go into the app. You just click the Lend button, and you send your TrueUSD in. I'd say you know this is really this is part of what's exciting about all of DeFi. But for some reason, DeFi has been tremendously focused on over collateralized lending. Um, you know, when there's multiple big projects with over a billion dollars in the protocol. 
that are mm-hmm. focused on over collateralized lending. And that's great. And that is a, it's a big market, no question. And yes, a lot of the yields in DeFi today are ultimately based on that kind of lending. Mm-hmm. But for DeFi to be able to have sustainable high yields and for an investor to be able to have a diversity of assets in their portfolio with different risk adjusted returns, you know, we need to have uncollateralized lending as well. Because folks like, like Alameda and others, they don't necessarily want to do an over-collateralized loan from something like Compound or Ave or Maker. They don't want to have to put up that collateral. You know, that's tying no. up a lot no. of their liquidity, and they need to be trading that uh, to be making money. So they're much more interested in something that's uncollateralized. And true to be told, they, they have a track record, you know, funds like these. So uh, it, it approaches the way they would get a loan in uh, in in the traditional market so it definitely makes sense that we are moving uh, towards this way of uh, uh, yeah conducting this kind of transactions that's um, the idea yep so before you wrap up this conversation because I, I think i got a i mean everyone who's listening got a pretty clear overview what the what the big difference difference is uh, between truefi and and the status quo uh, protocols um you know it's much more you're much more involved uh besides you know the interest you also earn uh, uh true tokens if you vote for the for the for the borrowers um and That's it's fair. much more transparent uh and for for the for the borrower side it's also much more attractive so there's a there's a yeah there's a huge um yeah, room room for growth for the whole for the whole TrueFi ecosystem. Um, I certainly think so. Yeah. So the year is coming to an end. Um, can we expect some exciting updates for uh, for TrueFi? Yes, absolutely. Um, we've got more borrowers coming on the platform. We're working on fleshing out the whole risk model you know, mm-hmm. and det- how we determine credit limits and so on for all the different borrowers. Um, we also are, are adding some new functionality and features to trust tokens to make it just, um, you know, more attractive and more useful to even just, just hold the token. Mm-hmm. And we're considering adding some new loan types. Like right now we just do these fixed term loans, but we're considering adding things like lines of credit as well, because that's something that borrowers have been asking for. Like, I can take out a line of credit and then I can put it back anytime I want. And, you know, up to my credit limit, I have this flexible resource that I can call on. Oh, okay. so there's just a lot that we can do there um, to, to improve the protocol. I think we're, we're very much just in a V1 right now. And the next couple of months are going to be very exciting for it. Cool. Looking forward. And uh, I will definitely be experiencing it from the, yeah, from a, from a first hand, uh, just participating. Uh, okay. I'll start, start with that tomorrow. Um, yeah, I will publish this tomorrow. For, for So for the listeners, it's today. It's the, the 18th of December. I'm not sure what uh, the price of Bitcoin is today, uh, but we're probably uh, heading into a exciting weekend. Um, is there anything you you want to uh, to add to this conversation before we uh, before we leave? No, I think that's it. I hope folks have a chance to check out the platform. Um, I, I'm very excited about, about what's going to be happening. We'd love to have you all become a part of the community and help us to take this thing to the next level. Um, but it was great to be on the show. 
and I uh, hope I'll see you next time. All right. Thank you very much, Rafael, and have a great day ahead. Okay, you too. See ya. Bye-bye.